Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, before we get started, I should probably tell you that we were attacked by some sort of technical gremlin who has managed to wipe the last 15 minutes of the podcast today, so you'll suddenly hear poor Scott cut out, and then I'll take over solo to do the bit that he did, but funnier. Apologies for that, but we figured it was better to give you three quarters of a podcast and a bit tacked on than nothing at all. Cheers. Welcome to Heart and Hand, the Rangers podcast, the podcast that features more holes than the Rangers centre-back pairing. This week on Heart and Hand, we're back by unpopular demand. Welcome to Heart and Hand, the Rangers podcast. My name is David Edgar, I am your host, and I'm joined this week, as always, by Dr. Stanley Unwin. Uh, 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 uh. No, only kidding, folks. No, it's Scott. Uh, yay! Oh, they, probably, well, they probably thought it was Stanley Unwin. Yeah, probably wished it was. The 25 people who know who Stanley Unwin is. They'd still probably prefer it was him. <laughs> Even the people who... Yeah. I think uh, there's, a, there's always that moment when people listen in and they hear my voice, they go, oh, great, there's David. And then they wait for Cammy, and it's not Cammy, it's you, and they go, oh, all right. I know. It's not even Mark. No, I mean, it's not. Well, they would have known it was Mark by now, because in the background they would have heard, it's like when Darth Vader's walking down a corridor. You, you know, that is true. You, you know he's he's on his way. At least some folk escaped from his death star. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least he turned quite well at the end, but uh, up to that point, not so much. Right, uh, quite a bit to talk about this week, so let's crack on. Um, first things first, I, I think it would be remiss to get to the first game of the season and be caught up in the understandable excitement of a new season, but it's, it's not just like any other season. It's uh, the journey's over and uh, now the mission begins as the club, the club would have it. And it's a bigger game than I think many games against Hamilton would be in. And many season openers have been for 
for a conflicting and, and strange brew of emotions? I think um, listeners will know that we were there at the hedge in Brecon. Yeah, we were. Two days we had a licence to play, I think, on the Thursday. Um, and it seems so long ago. <laughs> it does. Seems, it seems a lifetime ago. Four years we've had to suffer. And we are back. We we didn't come back through sanctions or lodging any petitions in court. We played our way back, which means a lot to everybody. Mm. And we've arrived, thankfully, at one stage, I think we're talking about this maybe, maybe last week, I don't know, but I'm certainly talking to my dad about this. Before the good guys took over last March, there was a spell, the autumn and winter just before that, when I think some of us saw door closing, maybe forever, I think, and I'm sure the pods at that time reflected that. There was no hope on the pitch, there was no hope off the pitch, the board were at it, there was no good guys, the weather had turned terrible, fans were drifting off, do you remember? Mm. We're down to 20,000 or less, and I think, as an upbeat optimist, same as yourself, we've always in this pod tried to keep everybody going through this, there was, a, there was moments when things looked as if they may end in a, in a way that seemed impossible. And so now that we're not only fighting fit and back in the top division, but we've got a manager like we do, a board and chairman who, who are fans like us, and the umpteen changes that have gone on in terms of personnel, um, it's incredible that we've not only arrived back, but actually in semi-decent fettle. It's, it's emotional, and I think our, our fans will feel the same way we do. Yeah, I mean... When it all happened, it was a strange experience because I think we'd sort of alluded to it at the time. It wasn't really anything that we hadn't, if you like, been preparing for because we'd known for years the way the club was headed and the situation that unfortunately had been placed in by the people who ran it. But you never thought it would come to what it did. And I think living through it, it becomes a reality, you know, and it becomes a day-to-day thing and it, it's hard to see the wood for the trees and you just got on with the struggle. Whereas I think if you ever took a step back from it, you would go, holy fuck, what is going on? Rangers are in Division 3. And it was this strange thing where you just had to keep going. You couldn't let it get on top of you because we were getting booted from everywhere. I mean, there was the witless glee in the media, as they told us, before we'd been charged with anything, that we were go- how we were going to be punished, what was going to happen to us. And then you had the other the fans of the other clubs storming in, um, which will never be forgotten, incidentally. And you really knew that everyone was against you. Then the board, you know, the, the board were just this venal, horrible shower of bastards who were there to to get everything they possibly could out of the club without a, a care about the future of the club and people like Mike actually sucking the blood out of us at all points in that it, it was kind of like in you know the old uh, if you ever watch or read Roman history it was the Rangers support if you like most of them there's always one or two tits on the outside but let's not try and make out because they make a lot of noise on social media the majority we all just put our backs to each other and we formed a, a phalanx and we said right okay form a square and just keep moving <laughs> and we were getting attacked by all sides but we protected each other and we got through it and it was all we could do and then of course you know the new board came in and they gave us hope and they gave us a decent team and they gave us a great manager and, and all of that adds up to the fact that everybody who walked this journey over the last four years and kept saying, and kept each other saying, and kept the club going, and kept the light at the end of the tunnel, 
firmly in their eyes and just kept going and saying, no, this is not going to happen to our club. We are going to get back. And if it means us as a support need to get our balls booted on a constant basis, uh, then fine, we'll take it. And now we're back and hopefully we're back and in a position where we'll be able to dole out a few of the ball kickings ourselves. Uh, and I must admit that as someone who never really bothered about the Diddy Clubs before, there will come a point where we can do some of them, not all of them, but some of them, a bad turn. And when that moment comes, Scott, I hope we do it. We won't stab them in the back, we'll do it in the front, metaphorically, before you know I get lifted. When that time comes, Diddy Clubs, for us to be able to do you a bad turn, we will do it. And we will fucking laugh. At one stage, that light at the end of the tunnel seemed like an oncoming train, um, as the old joke goes. But we, we got there. I mean, the most exciting yet personally um, strange time that I had was, was last March, maybe when the build-up to the EGM. Because personally, um, things weren't weren't great. But every day, that the build-up to it, more and more people coming to our side, more shares. And it was an incredible feeling that everyone out there listening to this will know is when it started to become clear that we were going to win the EGM. Yeah. It was just, it's hard to describe. It was just, it was the only good thing. If we hadn't had bad luck for about two and a half to three years, we wouldn't have had any at all. No. And it was remarkable that things were turning around and that's why the only the only negative aspect going into this game against Hamilton is that a lot of people already, and you've touched on this, David, for four years this pod, five years, that we are Rangers, Okay. We're not like other clubs. Thanks for the trophy. When's the next one going to get won? But already there are people, I think you're forgetting too quickly. They're talking about, why haven't we got a massive budget? Can't we spend a million pounds a player? Why haven't we got three players for every position? Yeah, you're one of them. No, not at all. Yes, you bloody are. Why did we buy him? We're not as good as we think we are. He's pish. That's you, that is. Yeah, a lot of our players are pish, but I don't think we should spend a million replacing them. I know we haven't got any money. Ah, right, Um, okay then. We'll like, give, the, we'll give the gaffer a break then, for Christ's sake. Do you send your missus out to Lidl and then when she comes back and go, this steak's a bit kind of yeah. pissy. Lidl steaks are great. We love we love Aldi. No, um, the manager's see, fantastic. See, by the, the way, by the way, we love yeah. Aldi. That's why you were always lower Giffnick when I was in proper Giffnick. Well, that's true. I'm in a housing estate in the end. Yeah. So I attached, bolted on the end. Yeah. Oh, lower Giffnick, braid bar. You know, um, anyway, I love the manager. What I'm saying is people are questioning war chests. We never had a war chest. Nah. A year and a half ago, we almost didn't have a club. Yes. I think people should maybe realise there is no war chest. And anything you see getting spent, that's these banners at the stadium, the paint, the folk doing all the fixing up jobs, that's where the money's going. Mm. Um, I wouldn't go into season with Wilson and Kieran at the back, mm. but nor would I expect us to buy away out of trouble. We haven't got any money. So people are saying things like, oh, Philip Sindros, it didn't, didn't end well at his last club. Who do you propose we get? Mm. I mean, who do people think was going to, is going to come? Rafa Varane? Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. I think that as well, that, that goes goes up my arse sideways as well, I have to admit. It's like, oh, surely we can find a million pounds for a, a player. Well, no, we, we can't. You, who do, how do you think these wages are getting paid? And they always say things like, oh, we've got you know, 42,000 season tickets paid. And that's great, and it pays some of the bills, but it doesn't pay anyone near all of them. And the fact is that these guys that are putting in money, it's always uh, the likes that your old king should put in money. You know, at the end of the day, I don't feel... Comfortable saying to someone, you should subsidise my dream that I can't afford. Yeah. The club should try and sustain itself, and if we are fortunate enough to have a benefactor who wants to put money in, that's great. 
But we've seen what happened when you get reliant on that before um, and you begin to treat someone as God and find out in the end up that not only are they God, they are fucking fallible. And I, I just don't think it's healthy. So I, if it means that we need to go in with the, the dodgy centre-back partnership, then, you know, I can I can live with that. I don't think that's that's necessarily worth thinking about. And, and if we don't, it'll be a free transfer. Yeah. So if we do bring someone in to challenge Wilson and Kieran, it's not going to be from the top drawer. People have to stop this thing about, oh, he's not from the EPL. No, because the wages are £100 million a second. Yes. It, people have to accept what it is. And I think then there's some of the names like Philip Sindros and, and uh, that's what it is. We're in the SPL and we haven't got any money. Mm. So people should, as it happens, turning to the game on Saturday, and this is a lovely little clunky segue okay. into the game, uh, uh, Wilson won't be playing as he has got a suspension. Correct. And Clint Hill has got a ah on his knee. Mm. So it looks like we are going to have the ball drop Kieran on his own. And I don't know about you, but I reckon Lee Wallace will flit into the middle and Hodgson will probably play left back. That's my guess for Saturday. I think that's a, a realistic shot. Although the argument might be you would lose a lot in an attacking sense. It maybe would balance his... Uh, you know, for the first game back to not have the two fullbacks bombing on so much, but but time will tell. But I'd also like to touch on something Scott said there. I'm not going to get into details, but Scott said, you know, he was going through a tough time, and some of you might remember that he was off the pod for a couple of weeks. And it, I just wanted to say, mate, that I really admired, you know, the way that you did that because taking those estrogen pills. Um, on your way to make the the transformation, I thought it was remarkable, and it was it was just a shame that you know it didn't take. And now, I mean, to be honest, it's a halfway house that no one's happy with. No, no, which has pretty much been your status as a pod member. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say it's neither fish nor fowl, but it's pretty bloody fowl. Hey, hey. see, you can't beat that. That's the kind of humour that you just don't get in your modern podcast. Not the he's not with the youngsters now. Not with the young with our shoes. Uh, but no socks. No socks. Shorn, bleaching their own anuses. Hmm. Steaming their and, fannies. Uh, that's another one. Yeah, um, they went back to front or sideways baseball caps. Hmm. I'm the only time I was a steamed fanny was after eight pints. Exactly. I admit we're probably after three generally. Well, there'd been a fanny bit. Was <laughs> pints weren't really that important. No, that does fanny anyway, really. Uh, we should talk about the Burnley game. Um, Do we have to? Bloody hell. <laughs> oh, wow. That was an eye-opener, eye no mistake. That first half hour was really, Horrible. really frightening. Yeah. We get ripped to pieces like some of these specialist homemade videos you see of amateur girls. Um, it's it, it was not a pretty sight. No, it was like John Holmes tearing through a convent, that one. It was really bad. And... You know, I don't you know, place great store in friendlies. I never have. I'm not going to get panicky about it. But we did look awful, you know, even in a friendly. The defence was shocking all over the place. Um, the midfield, the new midfield, which will improve us, hadn't quite bonded together. Yeah. You could see that. Against that, we're not going to see a player like Andre Gray up here again this season. Jesus, that boy was talented. Uh, 10 million. Well, I know, 10 million yeah. for Burnley. So, I mean, by EPL standards, once he gets half a dozen goals in that league, he'll probably be worth 25. And uh, they, they were a decent side. Shows you where we are, uh, we've got to say. I think a few things that the game summed up before we move on. I think you're right. First of all, 
you and I have been going to games for many a long year, David. Yes. Many a long year. And I remember playing Liverpool to open the you know, the stand, Arsenal for this you know, yeah, testimonials. Yeah. Never has the gulf been as wide. No. Uh, Burnley are just promoted. They've got a couple of good players, the rest are tidy. Mm-hmm. And they are absolutely humped us. Oh yeah, and and let you know we can try and put a brave spin on it. Uh, if you only take our goal and you ignore absolutely everything else, mm-hmm. it was pretty good. It was yeah. See at times, like for about two minutes, yeah. it was good. See but, if you take the reporting Scotland approach to report the Celtic match. Yeah, we are. You basically start off from the point you want to get to, which is. Oh, aren't they great? And you ignore absolutely everything else or blame it on the ref and then you begin to to get to to where what we, we could be doing. But unfortunately Rangers fans, we don't do that. You know, we actually look at it and go, Christ we were shit. I think it was a bit alarming and I'm hoping we work on this. It's, it's the thing we will take from the game of hope. Is it uh, Warbs has got a fantastic passing move style. Yeah. I like it. It's the future. Let's face it, we can't go back. No. This is how football's played. How easily, though, did Burnley force us to hit it long? Now, this was hardly Borussia Dortmund's gegen pressing. Mm. And within about five minutes, we couldn't trap the ball and get it under control, and we have to hoof it. I'm hoping, I think the training ground with these new players, and they're doing it every day, and it becomes second nature, but we have to do it with more intensity at a higher pace. We cannot be thrown off the passing game so easily. Also, yeah, I'd agree with that. And also, if a team, though, presses you, and again, we probably won't play a side who can do it as well as Burnley did, if we are playing a side who are, say, having a great day and they're really on their pressing game and they're right up for it, you have to be braver. You can't then go, everybody's marked, we'll hit it long. That's when the movement has to go up a notch. That's when you have to trust that you'll pass to a, a, a teammate. Yes. That, this is something you and I have touched upon before about one of the, the things with the English international team where it doesn't do, that they don't trust their teammate to, to be able to receive a pass, control it, even with someone close to them. Obviously, not somebody right up his arse, but the top teams do that. You know, they, they'll go, it's okay, I can pass to him because I know that he'll be able to bring the ball under control and deal with it. If it always goes somebody presses as well you know because teams will press us and we'll just cut through them but if they press as well we have to be able to say okay the pressing is let's retain possession and you know we'll start to knock it around and we'll draw the sting and it was a good lesson in that and you know you can only learn uh, from lessons that's the only thing I'd say if you can be taught a lesson and if you learn from it it was valuable if you do it again Mm, it's on you then, you know. That I then it wasn't so. valuable. But but as I say, it was a, a bit of a eye opener for people of our generation or my generation who always saw Rangers as a massive club in a small league. But the gap wasn't so big to other big clubs around Europe. Now you see the money really kicking in, yeah. And you're starting to see with SPL results like the teams have lost to and the teams what's happened in Europe the last few seasons. Yeah, you've seen that the SPL is going backwards rapidly. Mm. And you see where we are now, and it is quite an eye-opener. It's quite frightening how... I mean, you're talking about something as simple as the group stage of the Europa League. Yeah. It's something that now seems like climbing Mount Everest. Yeah, never mind the Champions League. I mean, you see that yeah. with the, the, the Hearts result. And I'm not. I'm honestly not slagging Hearts, but you can't blame money for losing to the fourth-best team in Malta. 
No, that's the style of football. Yeah, that's, that's unable that, to hold that's on to the ball. Yeah, the, the problem and that and it, that's not a freak result. And it's not an out of the blue result. It's what you said. It's exactly the Hearts thing. I read the match reports. The Maltese team pressed them, and Hearts lumped it and gave away possession. Yeah, and they couldn't put the, the ball. The rest of the world football is moving on from that shit, and uh, unless you're very good at it, uh, and Scottish teams tend not to be because we don't have the physical, very rarely, I, I can think of many Scottish teams that will out-physical um, most continental things. But but in terms of England, Aston Villa and the Championship have just spent £12 million on Ross McCormick, and A, the fact that Ross McCormick is valued at £12 million, and B, the fact that somebody would pay it in the Championship, that, that shows you the gulf. Yeah, I mean, we're now already operating at League One level in terms of bringing players in and even that with the trickle down God knows how long we'll be able to pick up anyone from England literally even League One or Two the the clock's ticking on that as well Well, that's that's why the Barton and Rossiter signings are so exciting I think because we'll get money back back to Rossiter especially he'll go for millions Um, great signing fantastic signing but uh, right okay well one last thing then before we uh, subject the listeners to, to your pitch in the middle section um New strips, a lot of excitement this week when it was revealed that uh, companies were taking delivery of the new kit. Um, before it was revealed that uh, basically Puma and Mike Ashley had acted without the the express will of the club or the express assent of the club to put the kits into the shop. And there's talk from Rangers uh, emanating on the PA wires this evening as we're recording Thursday evening that uh, the club are even considering bringing out their own strip later in the season, just completely ditching it. And I think the feeling has been that it was always going to end up in court. So now both team, both sides are just doing stuff that they know the other will react to. Uh, simple message, I suppose, Scott. It remains the same. Don't buy the kit. You're funding Mike Ashley. You're not funding Rangers. We, we, we both individually tweeted last night to the people that follow us on social media, don't buy a strip. Uh, it's that simple. The club have made it clear. Um, it's a con job. Complete and utter carve-up. Don't be part of it. No. And finally, kudos to Greaves. Yes, yes. I've heard a lot of people saying they had to. They had to. They didn't have to. They took a commercial decision which wasn't in their best interest. Well, explain to people who who maybe aren't aware. Greaves are, you know, for those of you who maybe, I know we've got a lot of international listeners, Greaves are a bit of an institution, independent sports shop in Glasgow. It's always a place you could have, in you know, younger days before the internet, get your fancy foreign strips. But... uh, they have said that they will not sell the kits while Rangers are unhappy with that aspect of it, saying that you know they, they support local, they're a local business and they support local businesses. It was a very principled stand, and yes. I think one that's to be admired. So if you are uh, going to be spending a few pennies on a football top uh, or any sporting goods, uh, then don't don't. I mean, don't go to Sports Direct anyway, but don't go to the others if you can. Give Greaves a bit of custom, because that was a really, really brave and cool and admirable thing to do, I think. And there are things out there. There are strips by Line Brand, okay? Yeah. There are strips available, retro tops maybe, that are, you know, go back to your wardrobe and dig out the old Rangers tops. go back to the... And then the money, if you... I hear from some people they say, well, at least the club gets something from it. And I'm like, well, I tell you what, for the amount that the club get, don't buy the top. Give give Rangers, you know, buy, go to the match and buy two uh, Rising Stars yeah. tickets and you've already given far more than you would from the kit. Yeah. So don't don't give me that pish. If you're buying the kits because you want to buy the kit and you yeah. don't care, and that's okay, yeah. but at least say that. At least say, 
I'm buying the kit because I want to own it and I really don't give a fuck about any of the rest of this. But but be honest, at least say that. It is slightly different with kids and I do understand that. And You know, I don't have kids because, you know, as Scott will tell you, can't stand them. But I do understand that it's a you different... You quite like experience. my eldest. You quite like my eldest. I like your youngest as well. You do. It's you just quite... it's just that your eldest loves me. She's going to be one of my army of my, my army of darkness when I'm older. She'll she'll have a special place. You know, like um, weirdly, I don't like kids, but kids like me. I'm sort of like the anti Pied Piper. I'm walking away going fuck off, and they'll follow me. But one day, I, I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a gang of youngsters who will go and take over the world for me. I've told you every year on this pod, I don't know how it's going to happen, but there will be a weird confluence of circumstances that sees me running things. And anyone who doesn't believe that, look at fucking 2016. There is no other reasonable explanation than everything's moving, the tectonic plates are moving, and one day I am going to be Supreme Overlord Dictator. And, and and Laura will have an important role to play in that. Well, on that bombshell. That's a, that's a tad worrying for you. Don't worry, I'm pretty sure she'd ensure that you were put into some sort of decent home. Well, that is that a euphemism? <laughs> you know, Daddy's going to a special home, he yes, won't be back, we'll da- never see yes, him again. I, I have accommodated father. Uh, he, he's no longer an issue. Yes, I'm a bit worried about this, the way this is going, Um but yes, um, no, 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 nothing, nothing dodgy. You know, I, you know me. I'll retire to a big house with dogs. Um, but, so, like now, then, yeah, pretty much. But I will need, you know, bright young foot soldiers to go out and enact my um, helpful, but possibly on the surface brutal policies. Well, I've got a question about that, right? Yeah, go on. Won't your policies consist of roughly buying Diet Pepsi? old football tops on the internet and watching Netflix no no that'll be how I fill my days um, my policies will have far more damaging effects on the day to day lives of common people um, you know my view right normal salt of the earth people you know you know the type I mean right you can't stand them can you no and they don't like thinking it's clear, right? It, there's too much. And and I'm sure some of you out there listening go, I like thinking, I'm clear. No, you don't, right? No, you don't. It's a pain. Admit it, right? You don't want to have to do it. What you want is someone to just say, shh, don't worry about it, I've taken care of it, okay? And that's what I'll do. And in return, you'll have a nice, happy, easy life with very little to worry about so long as you rigorously follow the rules which have been set down and will be repeated every day at the four, six, eight and ten bulletins where I shall address the nation to be worshipped. I don't think that's an unreasonable price to pay for me taking away this onerous burden from the little people. That's actually touching. Mm, I'm only doing it for other people. It's not, not, not for my own... Uh, from my own no. personal thing it's not like I I have nothing to gain from this let's be honest I just feel that I should leave my mark on on society yeah. I, and I just having you know grown up in Great Britain I just want when I die David Land to to, to hark back to that and I'm, I'm sure in many ways it will apart from the security police oh the, the, no, the, the brutal repression of, of any dissent 
I would have said is a set again. I think just a an acceptable price to pay for mm. nice lives where you can leave your doors unlocked and all that shit. And that was where we lost Scott. So I'm very sorry. Uh, for some reason, the file corrupted halfway through, and it happens occasionally. And when it does, we normally are able to recover it. But honest to Christ, I genuinely don't think that the anonymous crew could fix this. It is gone, it is lost, it is in the ether. And it is a real shame because it was hilarious. It's going to be the smile sessions of the modern pod uh, world. It's going to be the the great lost treasure. It's going to be the the thing that people talk about when they go, God, do you remember that? I'm sorry, there's nothing that could be done about it. Uh, it was really good. I'll summarise, we did a Sport and Integrity Award. <laughs> God, you, you really want to hear it. But um, the good thing is you will hear it because Scott, waste not, what not, he'll just keep a hold of them and he'll do them all next week for you. So, uh, you know, don't worry, you're just basically a week delayed. What we did do was we did go through the competition. You may remember that we had a competition to decide who would get a subscription to We Are The People magazine and who would then get, uh, thanks to the kind people at watpmagazine.co.uk, We Are The People magazine, who would get three runners-up prizes of a copy of this month's edition, uh, number 16. And you will get them. It's not like previous prizes because it will come from them and they're nice people. They'll send it out. We genuinely have competition prizes from years ago that neither of us could be asked going to the post office to post out. They're still here. People complain about them and say, where's my, my prize? And it's here. And they say, well, why can't I have it? And you're like, well, you can get it. You know, if you come and get it. And they'll say, oh, I love in Canada. And I'm like, we should have thought of that before you entered the competition. Technically, this is your fault. So what I'll do is I'll go through and I might actually just change who won it because that's what I'm like. We've, we've had more entries <laughs> We've had more entries in the time that uh, in the time that I've been fannying about trying to recover the second half of this pod. So, in a way, you've lost something, but out of the kindness of my heart, because I don't want you sitting on tender hooks any longer, I am going to go through the entries, and we can decide between us, you and me, because it's, it's just it's down to us. This we can decide the winner. So, what we had asked to win these prizes was if we were to support a team from out with football, any other sport, even idiot American ones, what team would we pick and why? We wanted decent reasons and we said, you know, don't go for something obvious like, oh, New York Rangers because Rangers. Um, and a surprising amount of you did. And it's interesting because it's, you go to the trouble of downloading a pod and then you listen to the pod to not listen to the pod. That's almost heroic going out of your way to not listen to me. And I quite admire that in some way. It, it rivals the not listening ability of my wife, frankly. And uh, I, I have to admire all of you who managed that, but it meant you didn't win. So let's go through these entries and uh, I will explain why you won or why you didn't win and why, in fact, if your entry was particularly bad, you disappointed me. First up is Ajax. Uh, Chicago Cubs, bear related name and wear red, white and blue, although Big Scott will probably pick some obscure Kabaddi-related reserve team. Decent enough entry, 
but let's be honest, not not that exciting. Um, it, it's the Lee Hodson of, of the entries, you know, that's there and it's good and we were glad to get it, but, you know, nobody's nobody's buying a ticket and you're not winning. Greg Blades, the Dayton Dutch Lions, staunch logo and Michael Malls would be proud. Mm-hmm. 54 beats 44, FC Santa Claus of Finland play football, but it's Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Good call. And also of Santa Claus and the badge, I believe. Which is uh, and play near the Antarctic, so credit to them for that. Podgy Baby said the El Paso Chihuahuas, which I do quite like uh, being a dog lover, although Chihuahuas not my favourite breed. Well, a guy I used to work with, uh, yes, he was one of them. Once was reading at the paper and he said, "What the hell does this mean?" I said, "What do you mean?" And he said, "Chihuahuas." What Chihuahuas? And he looked up and horror went over his face as he realised too late. Chihuahuas, Chihuahuas, I meant Chihuahuas. <laughs> so uh, no, they're not winning. Jack Hackett's entry, I misread it first and I thought it was Butte Pirates, but there's actually two T's, which I suspect makes it Butt Pirates or Butte Pirates. And I can't can't get that. Butt Pirates? Doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, what do you try to say, Jack Hackett? Scott Stubbs, Botswana Meat Commission, for obvious reasons. They're a football team. That's actually in with a shout. Why wouldn't you support a team called the Botswana Meat Commission? In fact, why wouldn't you just support the Botswana, the Botswana Meat Commission and, and everything they did? They sound like a very reasonable and decent uh, bunch of people. Mark Feldman found a rugby team and sent me you know, a screenshot evidence of this of a Facebook page, Hands and Heart Rugby Team. And while I can see his point, I kind of feel that like they're stealing my gimmick. You know, I kind of feel that they're, they're infringing on, on what I do and uh, I'm not so keen on that one. Pamela RFC said all the women beach volley teams and sent me pictures as well. So there's guaranteed at least a runners-up spot there, I think, Pamela, uh, just for the lovely pictures. It does certainly seem a sport that has its aesthetic qualities and uh, I don't quite understand the, the, the rules, but quite frankly, that's not what you're watching for, is it? Sport that you can masturbate to. Women's volleyball, Barry Mackay. Alan Ross says, it has to be the Denver Broncos. They play in orange jerseys and have a white horse as a logo. Staunch. Don't they always get beat? You know, I don't I don't know an awful lot about idiot rugby, but I do know that Denver Broncos tended to, to lose quite a lot. Donald Robertson says, Cleveland Indians because Major League. And Donald, though, is cheating because he's my nephew and knows I love Major League. So I'm not ruling him out. I'm just saying he's cheating um, to, to play that card. Uh, step up and play said Glasgow Warriors they'll need some support now that all the Jails fans are leaving them and returning to Ibrox oh, I'm sorry I will not trust rugby players or rugby fans I can't trust any sport where you are allowed to touch another man's genitals uh, in the so called scrum without being arrested Shane Nicholson said the University of Tennessee volunteers reasons vague and unclear but he has posted a logo um, but Shane, that doesn't work on podcasting, mate. Shane, this is maybe why my podcast is successful and no one likes yours. Bradley Tobin, uh, can't be easy going through life with that name, mate. Uh, there are other teams and other sports. What? Like darts? Fair play. Fair play. Darts, the sport of kings. Everyone knows. William Watson says, easy. American Alpha, gives my subscription. Uh, again, William trying to play to, to my well-known wrestling fetish, but was defeated 
straightforward uh, in seconds later by Kev Armstrong. He says, if you were wrestling fans, David would be John Cena, no matter who's in the show, he's always the main event. True. Cammy would be The Rock, used to be interested, but now floats back in when he feels like it. Scott would be Kane, a big red monster who's good to have around, but always one step below the top tier. Fantastic. Wrestling fans out there are chuckling the rest. You're going, what the fuck? Trust me, if you're a wrestling fan, that works. Which is why, Kev, you're definitely getting one of the copies of uh, issue 16. So congratulations for that. The winner, though, would have to come from one of these three. And I'll tell you you why. Graham Price. Right. Teams at the pod support as follows. One, New England Patriots. Colours the same almost. A championship pedigree team that everyone in recent years has all of a sudden began to hate and accuse of cheating once they have a spell of success. Sound familiar? Mm. Two, Boston Red Sox. What? Boston? Get to fuck Boston. Three, Boston Bruins. Boston's very... Four, New England Revolution, because with an ownership change, the fans get more of a say and a return to the top flight. Doesn't it feel like one could be happening in Scottish football? Hmm. So you are seeing the theme of my Massachusetts background and there is one more team who plays the netball-y type stuff and makes green and white acceptable to root for on occasion, some which for... Graham, you need to have a look at yourself, mate. You really need to maybe have a wee think about what you did, what you did there. Boston. You know Toronto is just up the road. Staunch old Toronto. Loads of RSCs. Just saying. William Ross. Giving your slobbering man love for Nico, I suggest your other teams would be our broth who play at Gayfield and Shrewsbury Town, who play at Gay Meadow. Oh, and obviously Scunthorpe. He is gorgeous though. He is. You're slagging us off for being gay, but you know, Nico. I'm not kidding. You know, Nico could turn you Hefner. Andy McLean. I think the Heart and Hand crew would support the Edmonton Oilers simply because the word Oilers would spark the imagination of the contributors in such a different way. Mark obviously hears Oilers and reckons it's a great new nickname for the poor folk stuck in his cupboard. Scott hears it and reminisces about that time that left him with the voice he has today. David hears it and starts to ponder how much money could be made from it. And Cammy, well, Cammy hears so far as oil, then remembers where he stays, hates himself and dreams of the day Channel 5 gets instilled. We have a winner. Congratulations, Andy McLean. You are definitely the winner uh, of that. You win the subscription. Magnificent. Cammy baiting. That was, that was all we needed, folk. But Cammy baiting. Congratulations to you. The, the winner of the copies, Kev Armstrong, my nephew, for cheating. And I think Pamela RFC. So congratulations to all our winners. Very sorry about the the sudden cutoff point. Very sorry you missed the Sporting Integrity Award. You will get it next week, I assure you. We'll do an extended one where you'll get this week's and whatever he cobbled together for next week. Um, all that it means for me to do is to say thank you to competition winners. Get in touch with us in the respective way that you... Um, entered whether it be facebook or twitter and we'll get your address to the we are the people people and uh, they'll send you out your they'll send you out your winnings can i also just say you can get in touch with us uh, heart and hand the, the rangers podcast on facebook and at ibrox rocks on twitter at scott heart hand if you want to talk to the monkey rather than the organ grinder oh and if you want to talk to the reserve monkey it's at beat that beat to talk to cammy uh, that's pretty much it then we will thank our executive producer in London Mr Mike Lee and Mr Paul Miles and thank my guest Scott Vandenacker who heroically chatted on for another 20 minutes and it turns out it was just a complete waste of time have you ever heard a more apt metaphor for the pod than this my name's David Edgar uh, luckily I was able to, to step up and, and deliver a, a Herculean soliloquy 
um, with your help, folks. And it's you guys, the little people, who make me what I am. Uh, and, and I think we can all agree that what I am is magnificent. All joking aside, enjoy your trip uh, on Saturday to Ibrox. If you go in and enjoy it anywhere around the world, you watch it. And if you feel a bit emotional, that's okay. You have earned it. What we have been through, no other club in this country can understand. And I'm sure other clubs, you know, you know, it happened to us and we went out. Nobody had our history. Nobody is more than a team the way we are. Nobody is about your childhood, your future, about your parents, your grandparents, about your sons and daughters, about your past, your present, your future. Nobody is about the way you conduct yourself, the way you want to live your life. Nobody is about seeping into every facet of your being the way that Rangers are to us. And we are this club. And if anything the last four years have taught us, it's that we are this club. We are its shining star. We are its greatest asset. We are its heart. We are its soul. We are its body. There is no Rangers without the Rangers support. But luckily, there will always be a Rangers support. So there will always be a Rangers. And... As we go back to where we belong and we start to you know, kick arse and take names, just remember what you did. Just remember the part you played in this and remember who the people are. Uh, my name's David Edgar. I'll talk to you again this time next week. Cheers. Bye. Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.